Good evening, and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show, right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from Neath the Fiery Cross on a hillside in an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. So let's begin with this evening's commentary. Well, you heard about the battle of old New Orleans, where old General Jackson gave the British beans. The Yankees did the red coats up to stick for the catch upon the pound, and then they rolled them up the creek. Wash them up the gum tree, coolie on the stump. Wash them up the gum tree, coolie on the stump. Wash them up the gum tree, coolie on the stump. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show, right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host, Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, September 29th, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, How to Prepare for a Pre-Dawn Visit from the FBI. It's clear the FBI has no interest in students threatening to shoot up schools, Nicholas Cruz, team doctors who assault underage gymnasts, Larry Nassar, or crackheads illegally possessing guns, Hunter Biden. No, if you're a criminal, a pervert, or a Democrat, or some combination of the three, The feds won't be busting your door down at 3 in the morning and dragging you out into the street in your tidy whities The folks that the Bureau's been busting lately with great fanfare and occasionally a CNN news crew in tow are different sorts altogether. Folks who vote Republican, Trump supporters, parents concerned about the crap taught in public schools, and Catholic abortion activists. That's who the rogue FBI wants to embarrass, take down, and ruin. So I've compiled a list of things you could do to limit the damage when the FBI eventually comes for you. Protecting your front and backyards. When the feds go after enemies of the deep state, they like to surround the house. It looks impressive on TV. So you'll need two dogs on long chains, one in the front yard and one in the back. German shepherds are a good choice for deterrence. Shih tzus are best if merely making a loud ruckus is what you're after. It goes without saying that bent cops are inherently cowards who want no part of big nasty dogs or even little ankle biters. The FBI raiders parked in front of your home will either have to wait for animal control to show up, giving you time to shower and put on a nice outfit for the perp walk, or the gutless feds 
feds will shoot your dogs at the very least alerting you as to what's happening. Door signs. There's two ways you can go with door signs. If you're resigned to getting busted, put up a sign saying, the door's open, please don't bust it down. Perhaps you'll be lucky and the feds will simply use the doorknob. Obfuscation is another way to go. You could try, we love Joe Biden, he's not a useless vegetable. The feds, at least the ones running the show, take their marching orders from old crusty Joe and perhaps they'll forego giving you a kneel down on your front lawn while they cuff you. Be a good host. Like any other flatfoot, a fed loves a good cup of joe and a French cruller. Before going to bed at night, make sure you're adequately supplied with Dunkin' Donuts products. There won't be time to go when you start he hearing the sirens and the whirling blades of the FBI helicopters. As the Bureau stormtroopers break down your front door, totally ignoring your door's open sign, offer each one of them a hot coffee and a tasty treat. Faced with such kindness, perhaps they'll eschew the new FBI custom of rifling through the lady of the house's underwear drawer. Flattery always helps. Although the FBI agents busting you are amoral partisan creeps on a par with the Gestapo, they're still human. Tell them how good they look at, in their FBI emblazoned windbreakers. Ask them without smirking about all those terrorist plots they foiled that nobody knows about. Have a framed photo of a smiling J James Comey in the downstairs bathroom. Tell them you think Lisa Page is pretty freaking hot. Anything to keep them from slapping you and your loved ones around. Sedatives for the kids. Sadly, your kids will be traumatized for life after watching their unshaven, beer-bellied dad hanging out of his boxers on Channel 5 News. So always have a bottle of Xanax or Valium handy for when the feds unexpectedly visit. And make sure your kids know the right dose to take in case you and your spouse have already been hogtied on the living room floor. A list of psychologists should also be posted in plain sight, ideally professionals within walking distance, since you're likely to be spending significant time in the slammer. The sooner your children start therapy after the trauma of watching FBI goons attack their home and family, the better. Change your race. In the eyes of the FBI, Black Lives Matter recruitants burn down cities, spitting on cops and attacking innocents are just fine. It's those pesky white supremacists the feds are after. If you're unfortunate enough to be of Caucasian lineage, you should you fit that threat assessment perfectly. So when the federal SWAT team comes crashing into your front hall, give them the black power, black power salute, chant Black Lives Matter, and tell them you're somewhere between 164th and 124th African American 
and that you've got Benjamin Crump on speed dial. Have a framed photo of Lloyd Austin hanging in the room to add authority to your claim. Can't hurt. Might work. Vote this November. Despite all the preparations I've suggested, when the rogue FBI comes a-knocking on your door, you're screwed. With the help of deep state judges and the fake news media, the FBI will happily ruin you, your family, your finances, and your reputation. And all for having the wrong political views. The only truly effective way to avoid getting an FBI jackboot placed firmly upon your neck is to vote every deep state Democrat and rhino out of office this November. That's the start of bringing in new, thoroughly disgraced agency. And the end of the FBI, as it currently exists, will come when you vote Donald Trump into office in November 2024. The Donald is famous for settling scores. And I, for one, can't wait to see this one settled. I'd love to write more on this topic. But there's suddenly a lot of flashing lights and sirens out front. Emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of class four and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Subscribe to the Knights Party newspaper, The Crusader, the premier voice of white resistance in America. Published quarterly by the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan, the oldest and largest Ku Klux Klan in America. Actually, the oldest and largest white nationalist organization in America. Find out what's really happening today in our great country. A year subscription mailed within the United States is only $20. International delivery available as well. Call for rates and to start your subscription today. 
right now striving hard to reach its goals, but we need your help. You don't have to join anything if you don't want to, but you could contribute. We don't have major donors like the Republicans and Democrats. No, no Jewish funding, just good, honest folks like yourself who are fed up with the direction America is heading. Instead of complaining about what's going on, do something. Check out the Knights Party website at www.kkknationaloffice.com. See what we're about, at least. I think you'll find that we're not so far apart on what we all want. The change America needs. The Knights Party is truly America's last hope. Our email address is nationaloffice at thenightsparty.com. Send us an email asking how you can help. Okay, uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, as you can tell, uh, there is still an echo to the show. Uh, as I said uh, Tuesday evening, uh, I just moved. Uh, my fiancé and myself just moved into this new place, and uh, uh, the place we were living was furnished. Uh, this was not, so we uh, ordered some furniture, and uh, as of yet, uh, none has arrived. Uh, so... Uh, we have an echo here uh, in the house. Uh, once the furniture starts coming and I get my uh, studio set up the way it needs to be, uh, hopefully then we can eliminate uh, this echo. Uh, the first article I have this evening is pretty interesting. Uh, this comes from the Washington Examiner. And the headline is, In Philadelphia... The majority of hate crime victims were white people. That's right, white people. Uh, and you know, this is just statistics for uh, Philadelphia, uh, uh, this in the Rust Belt region. Uh, but I can't help but think uh, that this isn't uh, nationwide. Uh, I don't have any statistics for nationwide. Uh, the hate crimes, but uh, I would certainly bet that white people uh, are the brunt of most hate crimes. Uh, you know, the mainstream media and uh, numbnuts Joe, uh, they want you to believe that, uh, well, actually they want the blacks to believe uh, that they are oppressed, uh, that they are mistreated, uh, that they are not stupid. Uh, so you, I'm not telling you anything new. Uh, but here we have some uh, facts and statistics for Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. In 2018, Joseph Manessia walked outside his house and saw a racial slur spray-painted on his South Philadelphia home. Uh, <clears throat> what it said is... Uh, now, you know, I like, I like how they uh, blur this. You know how they will say uh, the N-word? Uh, God forbid you say the N-word. Now, I find this uh, odd. Uh, what the uh, news source here uh, bl uh, blotted out, kind of, was the word ass. Uh, it has A, star, star. Now, you'll see the... Uh, 
uh, the significance of why I'm saying this when you hear the whole uh, spray-painted racial slur. It says, uh, is a spray-painting said, snitching ass, die, cracker. Now, cracker is a racial slur against white people, but you know it doesn't have any stars or dashes or missing letters. It's not called the C-word, uh, as is the N-word. So why is it okay, if it's a racial slur against white people, to not have any dots and dashes, and uh, why isn't it called the C-word? Um, uh, that's what the hate-filled message read. He was 12 years old at the time. It's the kind of horrifying situation that you never forget. It's also the kind of situation that has come to dominate hate crimes in Philadelphia. Despite little, if any, media coverage, data shows uh, data show Vanessa was part of the racial group most victimized by hate crimes in Philadelphia. White people. Um... And of course, uh, of course there's no media coverage. I'm surprised I even found this article. But th this is some truth. This is some facts and statistics. Now, like I said, this is only Philadelphia. But I'll bet you if uh, across America, if hate crimes against race uh, races was calculated across the nation, I will bet you that whites are the brunt of most of them nationwide, not just Philadelphia. But like I said, for uh, this evening's show, I can only say and give you the facts for what Philadelphia is. Uh, the article continues, last year while researching the Messina incident, I contacted the Office of Public Affairs of the Philadelphia Police Department to request statistics about the city's hate crimes. According to its data, white people were more often the victims of hate crimes than any other racial group each year between 2017 and 2020. Interestingly, the report itself was sloppy. The office even sent a revised report two weeks later, allegedly because of a typo. However, this report contained different totals. Even so, in each version, white people were the most victimized group. Uh, the statistics here from the Philadelphia Police Department, well, not statistics, this is facts. This, this is uh, actual hate crimes. So this isn't statistics, this is facts. Uh, in 2017, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, there were 10 hate crimes co committed against black people. There were 23 hate crimes committed against white people, two Asians, and two Latino in 2017. In 2018, there were 15 incidents of hate crimes against black people. Again, 23 hate crimes against white people, one Asian, and five Latinos. In 2019, uh, there were 13 incidences of hate crimes against blacks, 17 against whites, 3 Asians, 
uh, and uh, no uh, Latino or uh, uh, Indian or uh, anything. Uh, in 2020, uh, 16 hate crimes against black people, 20 against white people, 7 Asians, and uh, 1 uh, American Indian or Pacific Islander. In 2021, there were six hate crimes against black people, seven hate crimes against white people, and the rest a zero. So consistently through 2017, five years, and five years in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, whites were victimized with hate crimes every year consistently for five years. And blacks complain they are oppressed, uh, they are owed this, they are owed that, uh, the poor, poor blacks. When in reality, it should be the poor, poor white people in our own damn country. America is a white Christian country, and we have war hate crimes committed against us, at least in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, than any other race in the nation. And this is our country. Uh, in the first report from March 31st, 2021, the Philadelphia Police Department re reported that in 2017, 23 hate crime victims were white. Ten were black, two were Asian, and two were Latino. Um, and I don't know why this is uh, giving me this. Uh, this says this is a, a slight change. Uh, Well, okay, this is still pretty much the same. Uh, there were more against white people, uh, but to be politically correct, they had to change and uh, switch some numbers around. But still, five years consistently, all but, uh, they changed um, 2018 to 11 hate crimes against blacks and uh, only three against whites. Uh, but every year uh, other than that, 2017, 2019, 2020, 2021, there were still more hate crimes against white people. And, you know, uh, why they would have to revise that, uh, I don't know. Maybe the article will say here. Uh, back to the article, it says, but on April 14, 2021, the department emailed me a new report with a peculiar change in some information. While for 2017, everything remained the same. In 2018, there was a substantial change in the data that was statistically, uh, statistical aberration. In this version, three people were white, 11 black, one Asian, five were Latino, and zero American Indian or Pacific Islander. Now, in 2019, the figures changed again. During that year, there were now 14 white hate crimes and 13 who were black, three Asian, zero Latino. Uh, so, uh, still, no matter which uh, statistics you go by, the fact remains the same that in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, <coughs> there are more white people, uh, hate crimes against white people. Uh, furthermore, consider the city's demographics. 
in an attempt to discredit the number of white victims, some might argue that there are more white victims because there are more in the country. But while that holds for the country as a whole, it is not the case in Philadelphia. According to the census, white people are a minority in the city. Uh, no wonder we see so much uh, uh, chaos and havoc being wreaked in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, because white people are the minority. 41.4% uh, of the city's population is black, while 39.3% is white. And while it may be shocking to discover that white people are the majority of hate crime victims in the city, the disparity is even more significant when adjusting for their share of Philadelphia's population. But where is the outrage? Do hate crimes suddenly not matter when the victims are white? Any crime committed against anyone because of their race is unquestionably disgusting and horrific and should not be tolerated. However, the entire truth needs to be told about them. Hate crimes happen against white people, and such instances are not publicized with the same vigor as when the victim is not white. Even though the crime is just as horrific, liberals, Democrats, and other left-wingers need to stop pretending that they are not. Racial equality should not be this difficult. Treat everyone with dignity and respect regardless of their race and ensure everyone has equal opportunity and stop exploiting hate crimes against non-white people for political gain. All hate crimes are wrong and deserve the same amount of scrutiny regardless of the victim's race. Now, I will say here, uh, it says that racial uh, equality should not be this difficult. Uh, many times I've said on the show, it is difficult because uh, the black race and the white race can never be equal. We are statistically smarter. Uh, we, we are statistically superior in any uh, given thing. Now, like I mentioned on Tuesday's uh, show, maybe... Uh, you know, things like basketball and stuff like that, blacks may excel. But, you know, uh, as whites, we didn't grow up in the jungle. Our ancestors didn't live in the jungle, uh, swinging from tree to tree and, uh, you know, such things that happens, uh, jungle life. So, you know, uh, that's got to be a hereditary trait, I imagine, uh, being able to jump higher, swing further, uh, you know, um, that's just my my theory, anyhow. And, uh, you know, treat everyone with dignity and respect, regardless of their race. Uh, okay, now how many of my listeners have ever been in contact, unfortunately, with a disrespectful, uh, dumb, non-white person? And you know what I'm talking about. It's not racist to say it. We all have... Uh, these encounters, uh, it, you know, really all you have to do, too, is look at sports. Uh, you know, when uh, uh, the reporter who was able to uh, go up and talk to a uh, uh, someone's sports hero, 
some black sports hero. And, you know, they mumble around, they can't make a complete sentence, and they just sound totally uh, stupid. Uh, you know, I, this reminds me of a commercial I saw, uh, which I saw recently, it was uh, several months ago, uh, maybe even a year ago, uh, it could have been. But anyhow, it was this, it looked like he was a NBA, a black basketball player. I, I don't get the concept of the commercial, but he was running through a grocery store, and he would reach out uh, and slap something out of uh, someone's hand and then just shake his finger back and forth. Uh, no, no, no. He couldn't even speak uh, uh, clear English. I don't know if anybody has ever seen that uh, commercial or not, but uh, there is no way. You know, it, it even, I stutter even trying to say it because... Um, it's a proven fact the black race cannot be equal to the white race. Uh, and, and my uh, religion, my religious beliefs as a Christian identist, uh, I do believe the white race is God's chosen people, as spoken of in the Bible. Now, people will argue uh, that it was the Jew. Uh, the Jew was not biblically what the Jew is uh, today. Uh, I don't know how God would uh, make a covenant and called Jews uh, his chosen people when Jesus clearly couldn't stand the Jews and the Jews crucified Jesus Christ. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to look too far to like get the basic concept of my belief there. So um, you're not going to take an inferior race and make it equal with a superior race. It just can't happen. Uh, you know, the white race doesn't have an average IQ of 70, which is borderline retarded. Uh, how are you going to take a, uh, a race that even after 16 years of a 12-year education still come out saying, uh, what I did, uh, who he, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, uh, just uh, simple English some people cannot pick up. Now, I don't use perfect English. Uh, some people may say my English is hick, but it still, um, it still doesn't sound like a third grader. And, you know, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, 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 on the streets, what I did, who he, I, I, I can't even think of some of them, but after 16 years of a 12-year education, uh, can't even grasp English and then want to be equal to the whites in our own white Christian country. Uh, this is impossible. Uh, also, this last, this last paragraph in this article so, uh, mentions a lot. Uh, in short, everyone has equal opportunity. You know, the blacks have the same opportunity as whites do in America. Is it our fault as whites that the average IQ of the black race is 70? Is it our fault uh, uh, they are not intelligent enough to um, uh, grasp jobs, uh, learn? Uh, you know, that isn't our fault, but you know what they did. Just, they, they say, uh, sure, everybody has equal opportunity. Well, it's not equal opportunity when you change grade point averages to make certain people seem intelligent or to make certain people uh, look like they are equal to uh, 
the white children in school. And I, I can't, I don't know how to explain it. Um, uh, back in, I mentioned this several times on, on the show, but uh, very quickly, uh, that was maybe two years ago, all of a sudden math was racist in California. Which, uh, what the teachers were told to do was to, they were to grade uh, the students by color. Like if the teacher put on the board, two plus two equals. If little Mary raised her hand, little white Mary raised her hand, and said two plus two equals four, that was correct, and that was the true, a correct answer. But now if uh, little Toby, uh, the black student, raised his hand and uh, he said two plus two equals this many while holding up three fingers because Tony, a little Toby, is intellectual, uh, intel intellectually slower than Mary, uh, his answer is also correct. Just to make little Toby not feel like a dumbass and not uh, uh, show the truth that he can't keep up with his education. Well, you know, eventually, uh, uh, when Toby and Mary graduate and they both go out job hunting, guess who gets preference for a job? Just because Toby uh, struggled through school to uh, complete a sentence, uh, they can't have little Toby, well, now big Toby, graduating, well, not even college, uh, uh, graduating high school after 16 years, uh, uh, little Toby gets the job. Well, pretty soon, and <laughs> this, this is ironic because, look, he's running the government, look, he's driving the bus, but pretty soon you have a country full of dumbasses in control, running things. Well, that society will never be able to sustain itself. Never. It, uh, you know, it, it would be uh, made into a little Africa. And look at our country today. Uh, we have uh, Uncle Joe invited all these uh, uh, third world scumbags here. And white replacement is a nice word for white genocide. Uh, we're not being replaced, people. We're being murdered. We're being killed off. Replacement's just a nice word. A nice way to put it. Uh, so, you know, uh, tell me that we aren't uh, headed towards or uh, in the beginnings of uh, a third world society. Look around. Look around us. America is not uh, the nice, uh, white, Christian, safe place it once was. Now, you know, uh, anywhere, but um, uh, not like this. Uh, let's see what else we have here. I, I like this one. Uh, just from the headline, I haven't read the whole article yet, uh, but we're going to read it here together. Uh, this article comes from yourtango.com. Uh, the headline of this one is, Teacher Caught on Video Telling Student for Pledge of Allegiance to go back to Mexico. <laughs> uh, sat while the Pledge of Allegiance. And they say these uh, uh, scumbags are coming because they love America. They don't love America. They hate us. They don't like our culture. They don't like our heritage. And they're trying to erase our history. And doing a, a damn good job uh, at it. 
And why are they doing a damn good job at it? Because too many white people are happy to sit complacently in their living room as long as their neighborhood isn't being overrun by these third world degenerates. Take, take places like uh, uh, Martha's Vineyard, for example. Uh, these places, uh, these Democrat-run places um, that welcomed these people and you have Gov Governors Abbott and uh, DeSantis uh, sending these uh, third world degenerates to their area, and they're all up in arms. They don't want them. They invited them, but they don't want them. Uh, I, they, I think they, they just wanted to spread them out across America to kill off more of the white population, more votes. But, uh, you know, these people that welcomed them, they don't want them either. They don't want them either. Then you have your uh, uh, indoctrinated white people that say, oh, America is for everybody. They're that stupid. They believe uh, uh, our government. They believe uh, mainstream media. But, you know, pretty soon uh, when uh, 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 these cockroaches move into their neighborhoods, they're not going to want them either, just like the Democrats. And this is where these people should be shipped to, the places that welcome them. Uh, I, unfortunately, am in an area uh, that uh, government politicians uh, welcomed these scumbags. I didn't ask them here. But you know what? Uh, this area that people voted in, uh, uh, these Democrats that uh, leftists that, that want uh, uh, this to happen, the people that voted for this, they deserve it. They deserve it. You know, uh, uh, when it gets too bad, I can pack up and move. Uh, I can go to a better place. Uh, but when you got these idiots that keep voting uh, Democrats into office, and, uh, you know, once these cockroaches enter their area, they can't bitch about it because... Uh, uh, they pretty much invited them too. They voted for the people that wanted them here. Uh, I don't understand it. I, I honestly don't. Uh, here, though, uh, this teacher uh, that told his students to go back to Mexico because they set out for the pledge. Uh, Florida teacher has been fired following a viral video that shows him berating a student who refused to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. The TikTok video, which was posted on September 21st and has amassed over 2.3 million views, showed the teacher standing directly behind a seated student as he verbally attacked him. You know what? Uh, you want to come here and you want your free education. If you want to come here, that should be one of the first things a child has to learn. The Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, you know, if a child doesn't want to uh, learn the Pledge of Allegiance, he should be sent home and uh, with a note to his parents, listen, if this is what you think of America, uh, kindly uh, get the hell out. Don't come here. Don't come here to change America because the third world way of changing is making it as degenerate as the places they claim they're fleeing from. And if you look, look, just look at the uh, so-called peaceful riots of 2020. Uh, you know, when I saw the pictures of that on the news, you know, 
if you didn't know any better, you would have saw those pictures and said, no, that's a third world country. What a place that is. Uh, you know, that's a real crap hole. And it was America. It was America. Uh, they claim that these uh, cockroaches are coming, they're fleeing their own governments because they don't feel safe. Their streets aren't safe. Well, don't come here because neither is America's anymore. And they're not safe because of these scumbags. So, you know, this ought to go to show you. And we'll just use uh, one place for an example, Venezuela. Real crap hole. These people are fleeing it. Not because it's a crap hole, because that's what they intend to make America when they get here. But uh, uh, they can live off of Whitey and live large. Uh, you know, these scumbags, they wouldn't be able to stay in a nice posh hotel in Venezuela because they destroyed their co uh, country. Uh, but they can come here and stay in a nice posh hotel uh, while uh, working taxpayers feed them, clothe them, <coughs> and so forth. They, they live here uh, for nothing. You know, if these people were a proud people, they would be doing what white Americans are doing right now, fighting for our country. Uh, these Venezuelans and these uh, south of the border, uh, 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 South American and other nations, Africa, uh, you know, coming here, they're cowards. They're cowards. How would they, uh, they won't fight for their own country. Do you think they're going to come here and fight for America? Uh, if you do, if you think that, you have a screw loose. You may want to go see a psychiatrist. Uh, back to this article here. The Branchington teacher <coughs> made xenophobic comments to the student after he remained seated during the Pledge of Allegiance. The teacher has been identified by multiple news outlets as... Uh, oh, yeah, I'm not even going to give this man's name because he's right. Uh, good for him. I would have told the punk the same thing. I'd have sent him home and told him, don't come back. Don't come back until you can stand uh, uh, for the Pledge of Allegiance. So I'm not even going to name the teacher, but it was an art teacher. I'm not even going to name uh, the school district, uh, because that doesn't matter. Uh, this poor guy, he suffered enough uh, for standing up for his country. And how do you think that feels for a teacher? To get a whole lot of country, get kicked in the nuts, and get fired for being proud uh, of this country, being proud of America. How do you think that guy feels now? You know, that's happening to many Americans. Uh, you know, you're a proud white American, but as soon as you go out and you say that, you're persecuted. So a lot of people are changing their minds. They want to jump on a bandwagon uh, uh, to where their feelings don't get hurt, uh, to where they feel safer. Uh, that's cowardly. Uh, that's very cowardly. Uh, you know, white people, uh, by nature, should not be ca uh, cowardly. Uh, anywhere the Aryan has set foot, we have conquered. And uh, I have no belief, I have faith that we can do it here yet. Uh, we can turn this ship around. Uh, but first we have to get the chicken chips out from underneath the blankets uh, to stand against it, too. Uh, you can't hide in your house thinking uh, uh, there's no way to make change legally. Uh, because staying in the house, this is why America's in the shape that it's in right now. Uh, 
the article, back to this article, the short clip, uh, which was posted by another student in the class and captioned, my friend didn't stand for the pledge, and this is what the teacher said. It shows the teacher talking harshly to the student, uh, who appears to be Latino. So there you go. There you have a Latino teacher that's proud of America. <laughs> trying to get this uh, kid to simply say the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the, uh, the teacher said, you're going to sit there on your butt. The teacher angrily asked the student. Uh, he stands there and waits for a reaction while the student refused to respond, staring straight ahead and not making eye contact. Uh, this only seemed to anger the teacher who spoke up again, saying, Don't shake your leg. If you want to do something, get up and do it. I will defend my country till the very end. Uh, the student then quietly responded, I won't hurt you. Uh, the teacher launched into a tirade of xenophobic telling the student, then go back to your, uh, where are you from, Mexico or Guatemala, where? Uh, and the kid said, I was born here, the student replied. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not even going to get into any further into that, but here's what happens when, uh, you know, as, as some uh, non-white woman can come here and squat out a uh, turd, and that turd is uh, considered a citizen. This is not right. This is not right at all. You know, this, this, now this little, uh, kid here, he thinks he is equal, uh, uh, to, uh, the whites here in America and equal to, uh, our freedoms, but he doesn't even want to say the pledge. See, this is the attitude these people get that we're here, uh, born here, and then they want to claim they're a citizen here because they were born here. Uh, in my opinion, you absolutely are not a citizen just because you were born here. If you are non-white, you should not be considered a citizen. You should not be allowed to vote. Period. Uh, you should be treated as a guest of the country with your visa to expire at any time and uh, back off to wherever your parents come from. Now, that's my... Uh, Opinion and, and speaking of uh, non-whites that aren't happy, this article here comes from the Washington Examiner. Uh, the headline to this is "Female Muslim Students at Syracuse Demand Special Swimming Time." Special swimming time for Muslims. Oh, good grief. Uh, the group of female students at the New York University said that it cannot swim in the presence of men due to Islamic religious beliefs that require women to be fully covered in the presence of men, according to the Daily Orange. Uh, you know what? Uh, if you want to come to this country, then you abide by what's going on in this country, uh, this country's laws. If you are a Muslim woman living in my country, my white Christian country, you should be held to uphold 
this white Christian country's standards. If American, white American women can uh, go swimming in the pool in their bathing suits in front of men, and if you can't, if that's really your uh, uh, religion, that, you, that you're not allowed to do that, then get the hell out of the pool. Don't expect special swim time. You know, as a white person, go to, go to a non-white country and ask for special this or special that. See what happens to you. You know, if you don't like America's laws and our traditions, then get the hell out. Special swim time. Now, continues here. Usually I'd have to fix my scarf while I'm in the pool. But if you're in an environment where it's just girls, you don't really care. And you can swim. You're more comfortable. Student, that's a hatchet that needs a boo-bib. <laughs> Told the campus newspaper. <laughs> just that name reminds me that... Uh, uh, that was a while back. The big thing in school was uh, uh, these kids, uh, the teachers were expected to be able to pronounce these kids' names. Uh, you know, it was a big deal. Uh, and uh, teachers uh, were upset that, you know, uh, they were to, uh, to pronounce their names. These people thought they were being disrespected uh, because they couldn't pronounce their names. Hey, listen, if you come here with some cockeyed... Uh, 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 unreadable, unpronounceable name to my native tongue. Don't expect me to learn how to say your name. I don't even want you here. Uh, see, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but that, that was true. Uh, that's a true story. Uh, the teachers were expected uh, to be able to pronounce every student's name. Uh, but the group of students said that a girl-only time at the campus aquatics I'm sorry, I do not know what my uh, little studio app was doing there, but uh, anyhow, uh, a visibility through the facilities window. So, you know, just a girl time wasn't good enough uh, for these Muslims. Uh, one solution posed by the group included curtains, they could cover the windows while the women swam. And they don't see their request only benefiting Muslim women. I'm sure it's not only Muslims. I think there will be a lot of female students that would benefit from it because not everyone is comfortable with all genders swimming together, one student told the newspaper. A university spokesperson told the Daily Orange that the university is open to connecting with Muslim students about the issue and provide better accommodations. So here we go again. Whitey bowing down and kissing the asses of these invaders. Changing our standards, our culture, our heritage to cater to these non-white invaders. And you know what else I found funny in this article? Uh, 
Let me see where I, I saw this. Here. One solution posed by the group included curtains that could cover the windows while the women swam. Now, they weren't curtains, and, and, and the school says uh, they don't see the... Uh, they don't see their request only benefiting Muslim women. I'm sure not only Muslims. I think there will be a lot of female students that would benefit from it because not everyone is comfortable with all genders swimming together. How about all genders in a bathroom? Uh, how about uh, what do these Muslim women do uh, uh, when they're in the bathroom? And in strolls a man dressed as a girl. A man dressed as a woman. Doesn't this make them uncomfortable? You know, uh, here, here we have a school talking about changing their policy and putting curtains up so some Muslim uh, women can swim and feel comfortable. And the school bowing down to do it, but uh, same-sex bathrooms. Oh, I don't know what they called them. Uh, because it isn't... Well, yeah, it is. Uh, well, it's all one-sex bathrooms, I guess. And yeah, you think it's a free-for-all. Uh, you go Whatever you want to do, whatever bathroom you want to use. Uh, you know, if you feel like, uh, as a man, if you feel like a girl that day, just throw in a dress and go in the ladies' room. Go in there and see what you can see. Uh, and if you're a female and uh, you want to be a man that day, just uh, throw on some overhauls and a... Uh, button-up shirt and walk into the men's room. See what you could see that day. Uh, yes, to, uh, the culture uh, in America today, uh, well, they call it uh, multiculturalism, and they claim this uh, multiculturalism and uh, diversity uh, is a good thing. Uh, I don't see it. This this next article I have. <coughs> Speaking of schools, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, I'm sure all schools they stock up on uh, tablets and pencils, if they even still uh, uh, do those supplies. I, I know when I went to school, uh, you got a regular paper tablet. It wasn't a electronic tablet. You got a paper and a pencil, and you know, roller and eraser. And things like that. But, you know, the school stocked up on uh, these supplies for kids uh, when I went to school. Now, guess what they uh, uh, stock up on? Now, this comes from the Daily Caller. Uh, the headline to this is, Crayons tape, chest binders, and packers. The gender-affirming gear public schools are stocking up on. Yeah. Trans tape. Now, we'll, we'll just talk about this uh, headline for a minute. Trans tape. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with that, that is used to tape up the male genitals so they can't be seen through clothing, so they look more female-like. Chest binders are for girls that... Uh, uh, maybe girl, starting to grow breasts uh, in school. That is to bind them down to make them look like a boy. And Packers, uh, I've never heard that term, Packers, uh, but I don't think they're talking about the Green Bay Packers. 
I can only imagine what they mean by Packers. This is probably, and we'll find out here in the story, Packers, I imagine, are probably fake penises that a female can put in her underwear to look like a, a, a boy. Yeah, who would have ever thought that we would be having conversations like this in our white Christian country? You know, just a few short years ago, if you would have said uh, you were studying, listening to a radio show talking about uh, taping up wieners, packing girls' underwear to make it look like a penis, and boob smashers to make a girl look like a boy, you would have said, not, not in this country. And here we are. This this is what we talk about. Uh, this this is what uh, I news I have for the show. This isn't some uh, queer uh, island. This isn't some uh, uh, special place uh, for homosexuals. Uh, they have a special place. Uh, but they haven't uh, been there yet. God has a special place for the uh, homosexual. But anyhow, uh, let's see. And a push to create a safer and more inclusive environment, kindergarten through 12th grade school districts are creating gender-affirming closets, giving students access to chest binders, Stand to pee devices and makeup to help students change their gender identity. Stand to pee devices. What in the hell is wrong with pets in America that you allow this to happen with schools? You know, uh, it, you know, I don't even really know what to say about that. I really don't. I can't imagine a parent being okay with this happening in their school systems. You have to be the most selfish, unloving person. And person, I use that word lightly, to not care what the public school systems are doing to your children. And there's no excuse for it. None. None. Uh, libraries, children's hospitals, and LGBTQ organizations are partnering with school districts to provide money and resources to build gender-affirming closets in the public institutions. The materials provided to students aid them in gender transitioning by mimicking the other sets. Uh, the Driftwood Public Library in Lincoln City, Oregon, held a gender-affirming closet donation kickoff in August to receive donations from the community for the gender-affirming closet at the local high school. The library asked for donations of tucking tape and chest binders in addition to brawls and boxers. You know, I can't even finish reading that article. 
You know, it just feels to me so immoral, so disgusting to say what's in the article. You know, it makes... I, I feel disgusting and unclean saying what these schools are doing. Libraries. And parents out there, I don't know how this can't make you sick to your stomach. I, 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 I just don't get it. I really don't. Uh... We'll just go through a couple quick uh, headlines here. And uh, uh, this comes from uh, bet.com. I don't know if that's the same bet. There is a bet channel uh, in my area, and that's a black entertainment channel. Could you imagine a white entertainment channel? Imagine how far that would go. A Jewish channel uh, in my area. Imagine a white-only uh, uh, channel. Instead of that called wet. White entertainment television. How far do you think that would go? Uh, but anyhow here. Uh, the headline is, California Reparations Task Force says descendants of the enslaved potentially owed extreme amount. A study says. You know, I've said it on the show here before, and I'll say it again. If blacks want reparations for being enslaved, they need to go to Africa and try to get reparations from the African people, the African government, because it was blacks that were the slave owners to the blacks that the Jews brought to America to work for a job. They come here for a job. Farm work. It just happened to be farm work. And he didn't want that either. But whitey don't owe you a dime. What is California talking about? Any white person that says that they believe that the blacks are owed reparations, you are the most disgusting person. I could use some other choice words, too. So I'll just stop at that. You, you disgust me. You make me sick to my stomach. If you are white and you think that we owe anybody, any other race, anything... You are the most spineless, disgusting uh, creature to walk the face of the earth. You know, anybody that thinks, any white person that thinks uh, we owe blacks or we owe somebody else something, uh, we owe non-whites something, you know, they should be expelled from the United States and sent to any other non-white country of their choice never to be allowed back in uh, the United States. If you pity these people so bad you want to make a good life for them, go to their country and do it for them. Don't bring it here. You know, if you feel that way, go to that country. <coughs> but don't think we're all going to accept it here in America.
Not all white people are spineless. Trust me. Not all white people are as easily indoctrinated. So, you know, uh, that really ticks me off, too, when uh, 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 people of my own race feel that way, that, that we owe somebody something. Uh, let's see what else here. Uh, California thinks blacks are owed an extreme amount. Uh, this article from the Daily Caller. Uh, uh, the headline is, uh, um, Most Americans less likely to vote for candidates who let biological males compete in women's sports. Now that's most Americans. So, you know, if most Americans uh, feel that way, uh, then we ought to be uh, averting in like-minded people uh, as myself, uh, most Americans. If most Americans feel that way, so that's telling me if uh, these queer-loving politicians are re-elected, I don't trust the uh, election. Again, I don't trust the election. Because most Americans don't want this agenda. Oh, let's see. Uh, here's an article. Uh, this comes from the news source meall.com. Uh, the headline is Creep Rhode Island Teacher Put on Leave After Schoolboys Track His Interactions Via Pedo Database. Uh, the gist of this. Uh, and I, I know the gist of this because uh, I wrote a press release and the gist of what I don't understand uh, now hats off to these young men uh, these boys they had a creepy teacher that was, uh, was kind of hitting on uh female students and these uh, young men these students very bravely tracked this teacher's uh, I guess his whereabouts and what he was doing uh, his pedo uh, online pedophilia games or whatever he was doing you know hats off to these young men these students I, I believe it was middle school I don't even think it was high school, but anyhow, uh, they are to be commended for doing that. Not only for being brave enough to stand up against a, uh, pedoph a pedophilic teacher, but also to have uh, the compassion for their fellow female students. You know, these young men stood up for the females in their class. You know, we can't get... Uh, white man, we can't get men to stand up for women in America uh, when it comes to uh, them being trashed over their gender. Uh, you know, women are told they have to accept men in their bathrooms. They have to accept men in their sports. And, you know, men just sit around. They don't care. You know, if it isn't affecting them, then they don't care. 
uh, you know, men should be defending women. And here you have a, a classroom, well, I don't know how many uh, boys there were involved, but protecting their fellow female students. You know, it's all great, but you know what I don't get? Where the hell are the parents? Why do the kids have to go to school and defend themselves and look out for their fellow uh, classmates? Where are the parents? This is the parents' job. Uh, parents need to be involved in their school systems with their school teachers to find out just exactly what's going on. These students that did this, they probably can't go home and tell their parents what's happening in school because their parents blow them off. So they had to take care of it. Uh, today in America, because parents, now I'm not saying all, but there are plenty of parents that ignore their children you know, uh, the child can come home from school. Nothing is said to the child. Uh, the parent's sitting there watching a football, drinking beer, and eating pizza. And as long as that child goes up to their bedroom and doesn't make a peep, they're happy. They don't care. They don't care what their children are going through in school because it's too big of a hassle to bother them with. Listen, if you are a parent and you think your life is too busy, to find out what's going on in your children's lives, let me tell you, you should not have children. Period. Uh, this baffles me. Students braver than adults. Here's young boys with more balls than what some grown men have. While some grown men are hiding under the bed trying to ignore what's happening in their school systems, their children are in school defending themselves and their fellow classmates. Jobs they should not do. Your God-given job as a parent is to protect your children. Your children should never have to go to school and feel like they are on their own, like they have to protect themselves. Uh, ridiculous. You don't deserve children if uh, you can't uh, uh, protect them. Uh, with that, uh, I'm going to close out this Thursday evening show. Um, this uh, show was kind of rushed and uh, put together. Uh, like I said, I'm moving. Uh, things going on. Uh, have a bed being delivered here uh, in a little bit. Uh, so I didn't know if I'd get a show done, but uh, we certainly did get one done. Uh, the show must go on. Uh, I will be back here on Tuesday, October 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern. And hopefully uh, I have the uh, uh, furniture and stuff to uh, set up my little studio and hopefully get rid of this echo. Uh, look me up on VK, that is uh, Rush's alternative to Facebook. Ironically, on VK, you have freedom of speech. I've had several listeners to the show. Uh, look me up on VK. And I'm also on Truth Social, uh, President Trump's uh, social media outlet, where so far uh, I've been able to post the shows and no problem. Uh, so, uh, that looks like a, uh, maybe a, uh, true, 
freedom of speech platform. We'll see here uh, as time goes on, as time tells. Uh, all thinking about uh, restarting. Uh, some of my listeners, if you've been listening for uh, a couple of years, uh, I had a live show called uh, Rust Belt Live. And I did that show live every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And it was done on Podbean. And on Podbean, people could send in messages uh, uh, like, uh, you know, if somebody sent in, you suck, uh, uh, you're a racist, you're a hater. Everybody that's listening to the show can see this message feed uh, that, uh, you know, listeners are putting uh, messages up. And also, you can call directly into the show, live on the air, uh, straight on the Podbean app. Uh, so you can call in and give your two cents. Uh, I am thinking about uh, starting that here very soon, uh, Sunday evenings, again, at 7 p.m. Eastern. So uh, stay tuned if you need the link uh, to Podbean, because uh, the show is still on Podbean, uh, Rust Belt Live. Uh, I can give you the link uh, Go to the show and tap follow. Uh, if I see that I can get uh, a few more followers to listen to the show, uh, you know, on a uh, regular basis. I mean, I don't expect everybody to be able to listen uh, every Sunday, but, uh, you know, if uh, the listeners to this show could uh, be on uh, uh, the Rust Belt Live show, even if it's, you don't have to call in, you don't have to send messages or anything like that. Uh, I had a few followers. I think there's 13 uh, there right now, and I haven't done this show for uh, probably a year. Uh, so I'm thinking about bringing that back, and uh, uh, sometimes it was quite interesting. Uh, so uh, that may be upcoming here very shortly. Uh, if you have any uh, news articles, thoughts, ideas, uh, anything you want to get off of your chest, you can email them straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. Uh, very simple, all lowercase letters, heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. Uh, you can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. Uh, so if you uh, uh, email in or uh, text in, you can text that number, uh, leave a message or text. Uh, I can send you the link to uh, the show there on Podbean. Uh, now, I, I have that up on uh, VK uh, as to where people can find it and tap on. I have a few loyal listeners uh, that are on uh, VK. Uh, so uh, the ad for the show, uh, follow that link and tap follow. Uh, let me know that uh, you are interested in uh, listening to a live show. I guess uh, with that, I'm going to close out this evening's show with a prayer. Uh, I'll be back here October 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, brothers and My white brothers and sisters out there, until then, uh, stay safe, take care of each other, and stand shoulder to shoulder. We're all we have left. Uh, if you'll bow your heads. Increase my endurance before you, Lord, so I may continue to run this race of fate through time and trouble. Give me strength so I will not look back at the apparent slowness 
I perceive in the fulfillment of your promises. I will wait for you to establish your righteousness in the earth because you are certain to establish it in its appropriate time. Equip me with patient endurance that will permit me to submit to the mercy you are extending. Fill me with your compassion for the wicked as well as the poor and oppressed to see many people put their trust in your coming salvation and your house be filled at the celebratory feast you are preparing. Amen. Uh, prayer is very important. Uh, now, those are, uh, I get those from a prayer book. You know, I don't suggest you just pray uh, from a prayer book. And I know uh, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, you don't have to be an, uh, eloquent at saying or giving a prayer, but I read them from the book because uh, uh, I'm not very uh, eloquent at uh, praying. Uh, you don't have to be because uh, uh, through Jesus Christ, uh, He already knows and He uh, lets His Father know our needs. So you know you have to. You don't have to uh, uh, give a, in your mind a big long prayer. Or, uh, you know, uh, just thank God for uh, who you are to Him, and thank Him for uh, when you wake up in the morning. Uh, but anyhow, that, that's why I use a prayer out of a prayer book. My fiance bought me this uh, a few months ago, and I love it. Uh, you know, it's uh, a great way to uh, inspire yourself first thing in the morning. Uh, so I use it, and I enjoy it, and that's uh, why I use those on the show. Uh, but you don't have to uh, pray fancy, folks. Uh, not fancy at all, because uh, uh, God knows your needs. God loves you. And uh, he knows what you're talking about before you say it. Uh, so you don't have to worry about that. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power!